Do your days sometimes feel frazzled and chaotic? Do you want to implement a little something into your day that doesn't take a lot of time, but that adds a little bit of peace and play? We are all about giving you tools to do just that. Peace and play is the name of the game around here. We have a devotional for you that is totally free. Just go to 20daysoflettering.com and you can print out this 20 Days of Lettering and Devotion Workbook. 20 days of devotions that focus on God's Word. That's the part that's going to insert a little piece into your day. And then there's a lettering traceable on each page that you can grab a marker and trace over for a little fun art play. Use the blank space to either journal or practice your lettering a little more. Print as many as you'd like and have fun. Just go to 20daysoflettering.com. That's 20, 20daysoflettering.com. Hey, hey, y'all. So I am actually recording this while on vacation. I just spent a whole week with family at the beach. I hopped on a plane. I'm in Texas now, and I'm going to be spending a few days with some new friends that I have actually never met in person before, but going to be spending a few days here in Texas with them. And I know to some people that sounds crazy to just hop on a plane and go <laughs> meet up with people you've never met before. But actually, I have been down this road before. I have seven of my very best friends friends that I met in this same exact way. We were all in an online group together and we met for the first time. We all flew into New York and then drove into Canada together to go to a conference. And now here we are like five, six years later, and they are all a huge part of my everyday life. It's crazy just to think that we all, you know, started with just being online friends and then met up and then it has bloomed into this awesome friendship where every single day, Inside a Facebook Messenger thread, we share life together. We share the hard parts of life, the funny parts of life. We share how proud we are of our kids, our wins, our struggles. And it's just been a blessing in a lot of ways. And so I'm just super thankful for that. And so here we are again. I'm about to meet up with some other brand new friends. And I know this is going to be a, an awesome weekend. But as much as I have seen some friendships bloom and blossom and grow, I have also seen just in my everyday life, other friendships and friend groups that have either stayed stagnant or some that I've grown apart from or some that are there. I just don't cultivate people who are in my space a lot, but I feel like I still don't really know them as good as I want to. Do you ever feel like that? Like, although you might be surrounded by people, you're not really connected to them. Now, I know it's not possible to be connected to everybody on a super deep level with a ton of people, but I just mean, do you at least know their name, where they work? Would they feel comfortable giving you a call and saying, hey, I need you to pick up my kids? Or if they had some little odd job at the house that they needed help with, would they feel okay asking you for the help? Is there that sense of community? I feel like in this hustle and bustle, online everything, we are losing the sense of the community that we once had and honestly that we need. I mean, I remember growing up on a street where everybody knew everybody. When the pipes busted and our house started to flood, which <laughs> happened to be the very first time my parents left me and my brother home alone, uh, yeah, they went to another state. It was the first time they left us home while they went out of state and the pipes busted. Like, it was the, the pipe behind the washing machine. We just heard 
something beating on the door. We open the door. Water is spewing everywhere. A pipe had busted. So we run. We knock on everybody's door in the neighborhood that we know. Um, come help us. Come help us. It doesn't even occur to us to turn the water off. We're just looking for towels or something to get this taken care of. And they they came. Everybody came. Everybody came and helped. And, and we got it taken care of for the time being. Now, we did have to get new floors, but I just think about, you know, how awesome that sense of community was when there was, you know, when we needed them, we knew them and we could go beat on their door and ask for help. And I just think, what if that were to happen today? Like, would I go beat on all my neighbor's doors today? (laughs) Would my kids do that if they were home alone? I really don't think they would because they don't know all of our neighbors the way that we used to. I think they would call some family. They might call, I don't know, but they, I don't know that they would, you know, go to all of the neighbors. And I just, I just miss that. I miss that sense of community, not just in neighborhoods, but in a lot of different areas of life. And I've noticed that even some people that I see, like I said, not just in the neighborhood, but there's some people that I see every single week. So maybe at church or for you, it might be at work or at the gym, but you don't really know them. And again, I miss just not knowing people. I think we need community. Even those of us who maybe feel like we don't need community, we do. We were not made to go through this life alone. I mean, some of the happiest people that I've seen were not those who had the most money or success. I have seen a deep happiness in people who lived in the mountain villages of Honduras. They didn't have a lot of money. They didn't have a lot of resources. But man, they were just had a a deeper sense of joy, smile on their face. They had community. They worked together. They did life together. And of course, they didn't have the distractions of cell phones and computers and busy schedules and work agendas and all the things that we have now. But how do we get to that deeper sense of community in the middle of all the crazy busyness of life, the crazy hustle bustle, the schedules that pull us in a million different ways, the constant distractions on our phones and computer and work were pulled so many ways that sometimes it's just easier to not invest in friendships and to not invest in community. But I think we've got to get back to being intentional. We have to be intentional and start investing in those relationships if we want to get to that sense of community. It doesn't come accidental. We've got to be intentional. In today's world where it's easier to just keep going throughout the day and not talking to people, we've got to be intentional. You know, the Bible talks a lot about sowing and reaping, and this biblical principle holds true for a lot of things. You reap what you sow. You sow apple seeds, you get apples. You sow sunflower seeds, you get sunflowers. Whatever you sow, you're going to reap, and oftentimes you're going to reap a whole lot more than what you sow. 2 Corinthians 9, 6 says, remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. This sowing and reaping principle, it's true with crops, it's true with finances, but it's also true with relationships. So if you're like me and you desire more community, then we have to ask ourselves, what are we sowing? What seeds are we sowing into building that community? How are we taking care of and cultivating some of those seeds that maybe they have been planted, but they just haven't been looked at for a while? I've been very convicted lately on this this lack of community. I've just noticed it in my life in some areas. In some areas, it's big and full and awesome. And then other areas, I was like, I wish there's a little bit more. 
And so if I notice that, hey, I want a little bit more of a sense of community, then I need to do something about it. I don't need to wait on somebody else to reach out, and you don't either. You don't wait on somebody else to to reach out and to check on you. You be the one. You don't wait for somebody else to plan a get-together. You be the one. Don't wait for the neighbor to introduce their self to you. You be the one. We have to sow the seeds of friendship and kindness if we want to reap the harvest of community. You know, we have a little statement that we've been saying around our house for the past few weeks. It's just a little fun, little something, something. And it, it goes like this. Don't be crying if you ain't trying. And we just have fun in the way that we say it. Don't be crying if you ain't trying. In other words, don't be complaining about something or upset about something or feel sorry for yourself about something if you are not going to do anything about it. So on this whole theme of community, I felt a little reminder from the Lord. (laughs) Don't be crying if you ain't trying. You got to sow what you want to reap. So what can we do about it? I'm going to share with you three simple things that I felt led to do that I think you can start doing too, just to sow seeds of community. And there are three different categories that I have, you know, just felt like I wanted to look at. So one is with individual friendships. Another is with families, friendships. And then number three is just a larger community of families at large. So on the individual basis, I was just thinking, you know, I need more friend time sometimes. So what is a really easy thing to do? Text a friend and say, a text a local friend or somebody who's not local that maybe wants to go on a virtual walk with you. In my case, I text a friend and say, hey, you want to go for a walk? We're able to walk and talk and share life together and get some exercise in too. But you can even do that, you know, virtually. You can call up somebody and say, let's go walk and chit chat as we do it. So call up a friend, ask them if they want to go walk. Easy peasy step. Another thing that I've been led to do and something easy for you to do too, remember, you've got to be sowing the seeds, not always waiting for somebody else to to do the sowing. And so I just had a friend, actually a family, um, just on my mind that are they're just kind of some of our forever friends, the kind of friends that no matter how much time goes in between you seeing each other, you can pick up right where you left off and have a whole bunch of fun with them. <laughs> so we have um, some a forever friends family that does not live near us anymore. And I just missed them. And so I sowed the seeds of, you know, of something. Let's, let's plan something. I picked the phone up. I sent a text. Hey, we miss you. Let's plan something. And got out my camera calendar, looked at the dates, put some dates on the calendar. We don't know what we're doing yet. We're going to do something though. We got some dates at least. Okay. And so it just was a simple pick up the phone, put it on the calendar, make it happen. And then a third thing in a a bigger, broader sense of community is just within our Sunday school group. You know, there is a lot of new people in our Sunday school class. And sometimes I think, you know, I don't really know everybody in here anymore. I don't know what they do. I don't know, you know, I don't know all their kids' names. And I desire to have a deeper sense of community within that too. So once again, I'm not going to sit around and just be like, uh, I wish I knew everybody. Uh, I wish somebody would reach out. Uh, you know, no, we're not feeling sorry for yourself. We're going to do something about it. And so we just planned a social. Hey, everybody come over to our house. We're going to do a swim party. We're going to cook out, bring your kids and come over. And y'all, that's just three little things of sowing seeds into um, into community. So I want you to just kind of think about these things, okay? Think about how can you sow a seed 
of developing more community, more connection, maybe with the one friend that you can call, go on a walk, go to coffee, do something, maybe with a family that you need to reconnect with, or maybe in a bigger, broader setting. And again, it doesn't have to be inviting everybody over to your house. It can be, hey, let's all meet up and do X, Y, Z, you know, go bowling, grab ice cream, go out to eat, whatever. You take the initiative to start cultivating those seeds of those seeds of community because we reap what we sow. And so if we want to sow some community or if we want to reap community, we've got to sow those seeds of friendship and kindness. Hey y'all, so on the subject of community, we have put together a one day event that I think you are going to love. If you want to meet people in real life, do some art, do some praise and worship, all the fun things that you do when you're sitting around the table in a beautiful setting, we have got something planned. It's our grace and gratitude getaway. It's going to be October 21st. So just in a few months here in our hometown, Prattville, Alabama. So if you want more info on that, we would love to have you. Tickets are about half sold out. So but we still have room for you. But if you want to grab one of those tickets, be sure to just text us the word grace to 1-334-249-1818 and we will give you some more info or you can look in the show notes. We would love to see you there.